You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Go, go, go. White Sox, White Sox, go, 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 go. Let's go, 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 White Sox. Chicago is proud of you. This is White Sox Weekly, the Chicago baseball conversation on the new flagship home of the Sox, 720 WGN. Manny Machado watch is on. We are here scrolling Twitter with you, waiting for the moment when Manny realizes that it is in his best interest. His life will be dramatically improved by deciding to become a member of the Chicago White Sox. Harry Tynowitz, how are you? I am good. He's at the carm. I am Hey Tweet Harry. Get involved. 312-981-7200. The Yankees yesterday... Signed former Rocky, former Cub, DJ LeMahieu, two years, twenty-four, two years, twenty-four million dollars for DJ LeMahieu. They already have three solid infielders. They just signed Tulowitzki. You know, I don't think Machado's going to the Yankees. They've got infielders, and they've they've spent a fortune already. So I think it's down to the Cubs or sorry, the Sox or the Phillies, and there's a mystery team involved. Brian Dozier to the Nationals, Lowry to the Jed Lowry to the Mets. There's a run on second baseman. It's like when you're doing your fantasy football draft and someone takes a tight end and everybody takes a tight end. They're they're all going. Mm-hmm. Jerkson uh, Profar is 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 uh, it's been traded from the A's. You got Robinson Cano going to the Mets. Yeah, back to the Mets. Yeah, he's in the middle of a lawsuit also. And uh, yes, your DJ LeMahieu going to the Yankees. Look, I I'm t- I don't know anything. Uh, I, don't uh, say that, Carm. Well, well, you know plenty. That thank you, Harry. I I don't. Uh, I think it's very clear from all of us, and we're going to play some uh, Rick Hahn audio coming up here. And John Jay is your newest White Sox. We'll hear from him. Lead up, man. As well. Well, you think really? You yeah. think? Oh yeah. You think John Jay is going to play in the outfield and, and lead off for the White Sox on opening day? I do. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. You think he's playing, what, center field, left field, right field to start the year? It depends. I think to start the year, you might find him in the corner. You might find him in right. But then, you know, Eloy's coming. Eloy comes heart up, girl. And then they move him to center field? Yeah. Uh, Angle's awfully awesome defensively, but his his stick is not there yet. Well, you could platoon those two in, in center. That's a possibility. Left-handed hitting John Jay, right-handed hitting Adam Angle. Charlie Tilson designated for assignment. Charlie, saw that. Charlie, we love you. We'll miss you. And wish you chair boy. Yep, we wish you the best of luck uh, wherever you end up and hope that it's somewhere in the majors. And if not, uh, it's a great place in AAA where you can come up later in the year. And the other big news, Sox fans, most of you guys already know this, Jose Abreu. $16 million to stay with the Sox next year. His last, maybe his last season with the Sox. 16 mil, though, for uh, Jose Abreu. Whoa, whoa, slow down in the last season. He's not going anywhere. I'm just saying, he's under contract next year. This this coming season. Yeah. Uh, I, I would Who knows have... what's going to happen after that? But 79 will be here for 19. Tomorrow is guaranteed to none of us. That is absolutely correct. Uh, 312-981-7200. That's the phone number at 720 WGN. We've got an hour of White Sox Weekly, and then we've got the beat for you from 5 until 7. Uh, Harry and I will be with you. A lot going on. NFL playoffs are happening right now. Kansas City's out early on the Colts. 14-zip in the first quarter. Andrew Luck hasn't completed a pass. Patrick Mahomes has. And uh, also, we just had, uh, I was at a phenomenal event out at 
A bar mitzvah? Was not a bar mitzvah. A circumcision? It wasn't that either. Wasn't yours, was it? No, thank you very much. It was the Goose Island, can you beat Cody Parkey and kick a 43-yard field goal over on the west side? How many participants? Well, they allowed 100 to sign up and Uh kick the first 100. The first person got there at 7 in the morning. Ooh. Yep. And the kicking started at 1 in the afternoon, and... No one made the kick. A lot of great efforts. A lot of stuff going on. People wearing costumes. People <laughs> people wearing... Uh, Mike Golick Jr. was out there in an actual football whole thing. Uh, you Did know, Mike Golick Jr. try the kick? Mike Golick Jr. tried the kick. Awful. Nowhere close. He's Disgustingly not, he's not bad. A, not a kicker. Not his strength. He's a very good football player. Yeah, sure, but... You would. I. I was. I'm going to be honest. I was a little disappointed in Golic Jr. I figured. You know, this guy was a professional athlete. I knew him when he was a kid. Yeah. I, I mean, knew him. When, I remember going out and uh, carousing with him when he was like 15. I mean, I booted one myself. Twelve. I, well, I mean, I. Well, you booted one. Yeah. How'd you do? Better than Mike Golic Jr. So are are all 100 people that failed going to be on the Today Show Monday? See, we'll get to that. Everyone wants to kill him for being on the Today Show, and I'm not even—I'm not even sure what I feel about it. But mm-hmm. yeah, we'll 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 do that after five o'clock. But uh, coming up here, John Jay is a White Sox. We're going to hear from him uh, after this quick timeout. You pick him with the Pick Ten plan. It starts at $129. You get access to every game and every opponent at an affordable price. Visit WhiteSox.com to pick your plan today. The Pick 10 plan, only $129. White Sox fans, it's coming up. Join us January 25th through January 27th for Sox Fest 2019 at the Hilton Chicago. Single day, two day, and hotel packages are on sale right now for a weekend of White Sox baseball. You won't want to miss. Visit WhiteSox.com slash SoxFest to purchase your tickets today. So is Manny Machado out with the Yankees? I mean, you look at New York. Aaron Hicks in center. Aaron Judge in right. Yeah, just look at the infield. Okay, let's let's go through the infield. Gleyber Torres, mm-hmm. right? He's there. Didi Gregorius. He's not going to start the season, but but Didi Gregorius, he's playing. Yep. You know, every, every day. Lemayhew at second. Uh, Andujar. Right, they got that kid Andujar, who's pretty awesome. Probably going to DH for him, but okay. Okay, well, I'm saying he's an infielder also, and yeah. then you just signed Tulu. Right. If if you sign Manny Machado to play third base, you're insane. Well, then you're having Tulu coming off the bench. You got Troy Tulowitzki, you got Didi Gregorius, you got Gleyber Torres, and you got Andujar, and then you add to that DJ Lemayhew for 24 million. A lot See, of they're they're they're, they're not going to get Machado. I don't think they are. He's supposedly considering... White Sox or Phillies? Or a mystery team. And a mystery team, which could be, who knows what's going on, how they're trying to... I bet it's the Lakers. You think the Lakers are in there? I bet LeBron is talking to him. He could be talking to him. I think he's coming. I personally think he's coming. If If I had to bet money... And whether or not Manny Machado would be a White Sox, I am betting yes. Well, let's say the money is equal. I think the Sox are going to offer more, but let's say the money is equal. Yeah, what? Right. So, okay. So, wh- wh- why? Why? If you go to the Phillies, better uh-huh. chance maybe this year to win. But if you go to the White Sox, you've got years and years of being one of the best teams in baseball. You get to come to Chicago. You get to be. First of all, by the way, Bryce Harper might come with them. I'm, I'm, I'm not even kidding. I'm starting. Those right. those rumors are out there too. 
So, the, I mean, the White Sox have a ton of dough, a ton of talent. This guy can't be. Uh, they, they really, you know what? The, give the White Sox. I, I want one of these guys to get here, and and I think you know that um, Machado's the better fit. But the White Sox made a plan. They had a plan. They didn't go after this, you know, half-assed. They didn't just throw money at him. They they tore it down and resurrected it, and they, they, I mean, they're solid. And if they didn't get either one of these guys, they could get Nolan Arenado next week. I mean, sorry, next season. Right, but at this point, and I give the Sox an A for effort, an A for planning, and all of it, but... At this point, it would. It's just going to be disappointing if it doesn't happen. To no fault of the Sox. Yeah, a for effort is BS. We don't care about that. I mean, that, I that's, care their, about that's their job. That's their job. So I mean, they, they, we expect the effort, but the yeah. planning is brilliant. Well, when the I say planning, I, I, when I say effort, I mean as far as putting yourself out there with the finances, not just. I don't want a participation award. Well, you guys participated in both the Harper and the Machado sweepstakes. Well, I do. I mean, look. These are. I want Manny Machado at Sox Fest in two weeks. He might be there. How cool would that be? It would be pretty, pretty, pretty cool. 312-981-7200. You want to jump on in here? Are the Sox getting Machado? What's what's your vibe? Let's just let's put something. Let's put it out into the WGN Radio universe. If you, you're feeling that they they are getting them, and what that would mean for you, the White Sox fan, would it? Would you? Would you feel like, oh my God, this stamps the plan in place? We are clearly on our way is are you all in or so hey you know what if they don't get him i'm chill i'm cool we'll 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 get nolan arenado or whoever uh next year all right and we'll hear from john jay coming back here 720 wgn white Sox weekly 720 wgn mark Harmon and harry tynowitz with you dan long producing downtown always ready to roll Dan Long, is John Jay going to lead off on opening day in your opinion? Uh, you're barking up the wrong tree there. Really? How so? I I have no idea. <laughs> What's your guess? I don't I don't know enough about this roster and how it's going to be constructed uh, 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 come April. All right. Who do you have? They had T.A. hitting there for a while, but they dropped him down in the lineup, and he had success. So who do you have batting leadoff I mean, if, not, I, if not Double don't, J? Don't you think it's obvious who's going to lead off on opening Johan. day? Johan Moncada would be the odds-on favorite. Yes, but, I mean, I think it's I mean it's Daniel Polk, is it not? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> He's going to bat every other hitter. I mean, the more— Listen, I've been talking to Rick Hahn. I've been talking to Ricky Ranteria mm-hmm. nearly every All the Ricks. Day, n- nearly Rick every, Springfield. Nearly every day this mm-hmm. uh, this offseason, and they, that's what they've been telling me, that they plan on leading off Palka and then hitting him fourth. And and I think that's a great plan. I, mean, I, I don't know what else you would want to do. Uh, last year, John Jay uh, had an interesting season. He was, he was in Arizona uh, Diamondback. He was a Kansas City Royal. Mm-hmm. He... He did. He 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 was started out the year great with the Royals. He was hitting 307, getting on base with a 363 clip. Then he gets traded to the Diamondbacks, who are trying to get to the playoffs. He hits 235 uh, with an on base percentage of 325. So it did not, was not as productive as a Diamondback. He's going to be 34 years old. But this is a guy who's always been a tremendous clubhouse presence and clutch. A winner, somebody you just you want up there in big game situations, who is going to give you a quality at bat. Not going to take the ball to the ballpark, 
you know, the most homers he's ever had in one season was 10, and that was all the way back in 2011 with the Cardinals. But he's a guy that can give you a good at bat and can get you a clutch hit. I, I, I think he's a great addition. I, I think it's a wonderful addition. And, you know, seeing him play every – there's something to seeing a guy play every day. When he was in Chicago on the north side of town, watching him play every day, he does the little things. Right. And and you just – you know, going from first to third on a hit where a lot of guys would stop at second. And he is a motivator. He's one of those guys that doesn't have to talk. He will lead by example. Guys on the Sox will want to hustle like John Jay. He's always in the perfect – he doesn't make a lot – you don't see him like on Sports Center top plays making incredible catches because he's playing where he's supposed to be playing. His best year might have been with the Cubs in 2017. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. He played in 141 games, and that was you know on a team that had a lot of guys – uh, that could be out there, but but they kept on putting John Jay out there because right. he was performing. 296. Yeah, 296 with 374 on base, 433 at bats. You know, that that's a, that's an incredibly solid season. That's um, a Mark Carmen season. Pretty much, I mean, right there. Uh, the White Sox obviously would take that this year. So let's ask John Jay. John Jay, why did you choose to come to the Chicago White Sox? Uh, it's a great organization, a, a great city. And uh, so that was real appealing for me and my family. And, uh, you know, just an opportunity to come in there and, and uh, compete, you know, compete for a job, which is something that I, that I was looking for. So, you know, I'm looking forward to that. And uh, obviously there's a lot of potential on the team. So, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing, um, you know, what happens the rest of the offseason and all that. But, you know, it's going to be, um, you know, I'm excited for the opportunity. See, I, I love it. See's a good organization. You know what? I might have a chance to play here, too. Not trying to give up on his career at 34. Not trying to be the fourth, fifth outfielder. I mean, he's. I mean, obviously he knows that that could very well be what happens. But he's still a guy that wants to bet on himself and get on the field. Yeah, and he's got. And he's. This is a great spot for him to do that. And he is. You know, I think he's going to hit leadoff. If he's not betting leadoff, he's betting second. John Jay is a catalyst. John Jay will be Sox fans. I'm telling you, you're going to watch. You know, the guy is good. He's got. You know, he's still got that cardinal stench on him, which we have to wash off. But you know the guy is good. But you watch him every day, and you're gonna you're gonna just love the way he goes about his business. Yeah, I mean, White Sox fans want to get the Cubs stench off him too. It's not just the Cardinals, right? I understand that. Yeah, that's a whole thing. So, uh, back in those Cardinal days, though, what did John Jay learn about leadership? You know, honestly, for me, I just uh, you know I just try to be a good person every day. I just try to go out there and you know help out whatever I can and. Uh, you know, I truly care about the game. I truly care about my teammates, and you know, I just want to go out there and um, you know see everyone do well. So, you know, for me, I've been able, I've been blessed, and I've been lucky to, you know, I came up in a in St. Louis in a, in a great organization, and we were able to win there. And you know, I got to learn from a lot, a lot of you know, really, really good players, a lot of Hall of Fame, you know, quality players. So, you know, I just try to pass down those things that they taught me that they learned, you know, before before my time. So, you know, I just try to keep uh, keep that moving. And I think all that matters. Coming up in a good organization, an organization that's used to winning, none of that is bad, right? Right. And eight million bucks, which by today's standards is pretty good. Eight million. What do you mean? One year, four million for Jay? Yeah, well, sorry, wait, four million bucks. Yeah, I mean, right. Which for even a backup outfielder, if he's that, this you know nowadays is uh, it's amazing. But that's cheap. Four million's cheap. Right. It, 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 when you hear. When you hear DJ LeMayu signed a $24 million deal for two years, you think of all the great players that never sniffed anything like that, never made a million dollars a year. It's got to make him puke. But, right. But DJ LeMayu, in today's market, that's right about what he should get paid. Right. And we're, we're not talking about the old elephant in the room here, which is that John Jay is good friends with Manny Machado. Uh, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Right. Yeah. And they're, they're workout partners. Miami they're, guys. They're buddies. The, all of it. History. 
Lee. So, John, what's Manny going to do? Is he coming with you? You know, uh, Manny's going to do what's, what's best for, you know, him and his family. And, uh, you know, obviously we have, we have a great friendship. And, uh, you know, Yonder, you know, is, um, you know, his brother-in-law and all that. But, uh, you know, Manny's going to do uh, what's best for his family. And, you know, that's, uh, that's going to be up to them, uh, you know, privately. And, you know, I haven't been involved with any of that. That's, you know, those are their matters. And, you know, uh, well, let's see how everything shakes out. And, you know, obviously we'd, we'd love to have a Manny Machado on the team. Absolutely. I mean, the guy's unbelievable. But, um, you know, that's something that, uh, you know, is ultimately going to be on them and their family. And, uh, you know, uh, who knows what's going to happen. You know, and he mentions Yonder Alonso, who the White Sox signed as well. Mm-hmm. And I believe they just signed Manny's uh, pedicurist who's going to be here. Right. They've signed Manny's dentist. Right. Uh, and then, Rick, you know, we'll get to Rick Hahn coming up after 430. But, you know, look, he's also he's not making these signings if he didn't think these guys could help the ball club. It's, he, he's well aware that this, there's no guarantee that John Jay or Yonder Alonso or anyone else that they could possibly bring in who's got a tie to Manny Machado means that Machado's going to be like, okay, that's my buddy. I want to be with him. But, but, as, as, Can't hurt. as my Uncle Ozzy say, right, it, it can't hurt. Uncle Ozzy? Mm-hmm. There's Uncle, there, there was like four guys from the racetrack. They used to go to the racetrack every, every Saturday with my dad. None of them were my actual uncles. But, okay. But like Uncle Cash, Uncle Rockers, Uncle Ozzy. You can't go to the racetrack with just a regular name. Uncle Ozzy sounds intimidating. <laughs> hey, a uh, couple more, John Jay, real fast here. Jay, uh, you know, what, what, what are you going to be leading off? What, where, where are you going to be playing in the outfield? Well, I'll be playing all over. He is going to be very excited about where he's playing wherever because he's John Jay and he's a great teammate. Uh, you know, Ricky and I, uh, we, we, we spoke, but, um, you know, we didn't really we talk about our role and all that, just, you know, welcoming to the team and uh, – you know, uh, you know, we had a nice conversation, but um, you know, for me, uh, that's not important to me. You know, I'm going to prepare every single day, and like, you know, I'm coming in to win a job, and, and that's what I've done uh, each year in my whole career. So, you know, I'm just going to stick to that, and um, you know, I'm not worried about what's going to happen. I, I'm a firm believer in you know everything works itself out, and you know, I don't get caught up in the in the, in the small things day to day. You know, I'm thinking long term, and um, you know, uh, it's a long season. So, uh, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to getting down the spring training and uh, you know, getting to start to work. You put your best foot forward. It's the way you come into WGN every day, Harry. Whether you're well, doing once a week when you're doing when you're when you're doing the B, well, you come in the other days. You're just you're not right. in the air. It's, right, right. Someone's got to clean up. Right. So, but whether you're cleaning up, going on, you know, be, filling in on Bill and Wendy, doing the beat, it's you're always just very positive. You and John Jay, you're very similar. You know, you know what my most important show is at WGN Radio? What's that? The next one I do. That's right. That's exactly right. That's how John Jay lives his life. And by the way, uh, coming back to Chicago, you know, as he did play here with the Cubs in 2017, so he knows the city. Are you happy to be back? You know, I have a lot of guys that, uh, you know, that I was teammates with in 2017 that were still close, and, uh, you know, we still talk a lot. And, you know, those guys, uh, you know, in baseball, when you play with guys, you might play with somebody for a year, but, uh, you know, all the time you get to spend with each other, it's like, you know, living 10 years together. So, you know, I formed a lot of really good bonds there, you know, even with, you know, Joe Madden with the staff and, and all that. But, um, you know, so, so it's cool to come back to Chicago where, you know, my, um, you know, for my family and I, we'll, we'll have some familiar faces that, that'll be there, uh, especially behind the scenes for, for my family. So I'm looking forward to that. And also, you know, I'm looking forward to, you know, getting to know my new teammates, you know, with Jose Abreu, somebody that I, I really, really, really respect and, uh, 
you know, um, I'm looking forward to playing with him and, you know, just different guys on the team. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to um, you know, being a Chicago White Sox. Being on the team in the city that's ascending right now. Hell yeah. Hey, Sox fans, join us in Glensdale, Arizona for White Sox spring training. Single game tickets for the 2019 Cactus League season at Camelback Ranch on sale right now. Tickets start at just $10 per game with special promotions throughout the season. To purchase tickets online, visit White Sox dot com slash spring or camelbackranchbaseball.com you can also call 1-800-905-3315 get to rick Hahn after the news here we'll see what rick has to say about john jay the manny machado all of it that is coming up on white Sox weekly 720 wgn White Sox Weekly till 5 and then the beat until 7 on 720 WGN. Mark Carmen and Harry Tynowitz as we meander through your White Sox offseason. You get... How's your patience level, Harry? Are you getting? Are you are you waking up in the middle of the night wondering is Manny Machado going to come or where's Bryce Harper going to go? Why is this taking so long? Or did you feel like this was the pace that things would go at? Well, Carm, um, first of all, to wake up in the middle of the night, you'd have to go to sleep. So, as one that doesn't sleep, I um, you're up all day. I'm, I'm up. I'm, well, and I'm, night? I'm around all day. But yeah, I'm I'm up all night. I'm a night owl, baby. Sleep all day long. Oh, okay. I'm dancing in the dark. Uh, until the arbitration stuff started happening yesterday, this has been one of the most you know uneventful off seasons. And uh, now, now we've we've seen some big names move. You know, the Reds made that big trade with the Dodgers. They got Kemp and Puig. They've got, um, you know, uh, speaking of the Dodgers, Grandal went uh, to the Brewers, and they got Russell Martin back, first player to wear his mother's last name on his jersey. And now you you know you saw saw, saw the arbitration guys. Mookie Betts broke the all time record yesterday with the Red Sox, twenty million dollars. See. Jason Cole, who I mm-hmm. work with over at Fanside, mm-hmm. he, wrote, he wrote a piece on baseball free agency, and mm-hmm. I think he's got a great point. Like The NBA, free agency starts July 1st, and all the rumors are flying, and then you can officially sign players on the 9th, or whatever it is, the 8th and 9th. It changes each year. So, but, but the whole sporting world is focused on what's going on there. Where's Kevin Durant going to go? What's LeBron James going to do? Right. And it just gets a ton of attention. Baseball... They, for however they've done it, they've just lulled you to sleep with this. It's there's no potency to it. Like it's it's just dragging on and dragging on. And I don't know if there's any solution, but I wish that there was just more of a like you get want, your you guys want, like, out there. You want like an end date? Like you have to have it. You have to have your free agent signed by this day, or or nobody can move. I I'm not, I, don't, I don't I don't have a great fix for it. But I just would. But it is. It's not. Um, Something's missing. See, well, How's that? Well, I, I think what's happening this year is there's been so much attention on Harper and Machado that people are just really, really only caring about that. And we knew going in that those two deals would be, you know, a while that you know they were going to wait, and they're feeding off each other. You know, we mentioned uh, I mentioned uh, Mookie Betts broke the record for most money ever given to an arbitration eligible player, twenty million dollars. Um, Jacob Degrom had the highest raise. You know, yesterday with the Mets, and uh, you know, it's there's so much money going out there now. You know, it's just it, it, it's ridiculous. But the White Sox having you know three hundred million dollars ready to go and being after Machado, being after Harper, it's I'm excited. I am not bored at all. I'm excited too. And let's go. Let's 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 get to the old 
moment in time, for lack of a better way of putting it. Let's say, let's yes or no. The old make a move. It's like my put up or shut up. Right, all, all that stuff. Uh, by the way, this portion of Manny Machado, Bryce Harper watch sponsored by C.J. Wilson Mazda and ZoomZoomNation.com, where they're always trying to make your car shopping fun. All right, let's hear from Rick Hahn. And uh, we'll start with uh, his signing this week, which is John Jay. And, uh, yeah, Rick, how does this affect the entire outfield picture? We're going to have to wait and see how the rest of the offseason goes and, and how things line up in Glendale. But John has the ability to play all three positions. Uh, obviously, we re-signed uh, Leary Garcia, who has the versatility to play center as well as the infield. And we, uh, at some point over the course of the year, not at the start, at some point over the course of the season, expect to have Eloy join us as well. Uh, you add that to the guys who were here last year and, and Nikki and, and Adam Engel and, and Polka, uh, there's going to be some different options for us and some choices that are going to have to be made even if we don't make any additional outside additions here over the next few weeks. So a versatile guy like John is going to potentially fit in in a number of different ways, and we're going to have to wait until we get a little closer to opening day to decide exactly what we're going to go with. Did you catch that in there? Yeah. Not at the start of the season with Eloy. Well, we, a little nugget there. Not a surprise, but no, everyone knows that. Yeah, but it's smart. Smart. It is, and I, but I the fact that he said it right there, I thought that was interesting. Everybody knows what's going on. Of course. Of I, course. I mean, you, you know, see, your outfielders that are here for so Leary Garcia has a good chance to be a starting outfielder. It's hard not to start Palka. And, you know, you, you smile. Man, you just hear his name and you smile ear to ear. I wish people could see this now. I, I think he's going to be DHing, but okay. He might be in the outfield, too. Well, you got Alonzo and Abreu. That's a factor as well. I mean, I right? Think so, I mean, I think one of them, right. I mean, they, they played Polka a lot in the outfield. I mean, you've got Nikki, a healthy Nicky Delmonico. It's good to have options, right. and, and we'll see how they play it. And Polka did get better in the outfield. That's all true. Also got better at the plate. The oh way, my God. The way he go. ran the bases was great. Uh, his Instagram is incredible. Uh, all right, a little bit more from Rick Hahn on John Jay and what exactly a veteran like that can do for the White Sox clubhouse. His energy, his professionalism, his focus, uh, work ethic have all received uh, very high marks at, at a number of his stops. Uh, some of you may even know him from his, his time on the north side here and, and picked up on some of what we're talking about. Uh we are, you know, Ricky's talked about the culture that we want here, the culture that we're trying to create in Chicago as well as throughout the minor league system, and having players that, that reinforce that approach to each and every game and even each and every at-bat helps move that process along and, and, and expand that culture and, and, and helps teach young guys what it means to be a big leaguer. And, and John has, through multiple stops, and, and Kelvin as well, uh, has received high praise for uh, what they've done in the clubhouse and, and their ability to not only set a tone but help mentor young players and indoctrinate them into that into that culture. And I think that matters too. Young team learning to go about their business in the right way, the most professional way, having guys like John Jay around that can do nothing but help you. Right, every sport you need guys like that. Yeah, I, veterans who know their role and and can lead that way. Hey, man, I'm not in the lineup today. You see me with a scowl on my face? No, you don't. You see me out here shagging flies? Right. Yes, you do. You see me working hard in the cage? There I am. All that, 
all that stuff, it, it has an impact. And he's secure enough. He's secure enough in what he's able to do that he's going to take the younger guy aside and go, look, here's a better way to play that. You know, when you got that batter up and that count, and, you know, you got to know that that ball is going to be, you know, outside, better chance of it going down the right field line. He's going to help. He's, you know, Larry Boa, you know, uh, there, there's been certain guys that have been called out for, like, being jerk teammates, not wanting to help the younger guys. And uh, I think that that's the opposite of John Jay. John Jay is going to help the Sox in so many ways. Remember when the Sox signed Dirty 30, Nick Swisher? Uh-huh. And, and the vibe was, you're going to love this guy, Chicago. He's a top-step guy. Well, they they loved him in, in 08. He was disappointing to me. Overall, at the end, it was. Nick was a little bit about Nick. Right. He was, Nick was about Nick. He was not, So he, he was on the top step because everybody could see him. <laughs> you know? Uh, but, I mean, John Jay is going to be a hell of a teammate. I talked to Nick Swisher on the field when the White Sox won the blackout game in 2008, so he's always got a soft spot in my heart. That was a great night. It, it that, was. Who it made was. the throw from center field? We're in number 17. Who yeah. made the throw? It's his greatest contribution in the uh, short be, time he was with the White that Sox. That would be Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah, pretty good player. Yeah. Who made the catch? Who made the catch? Mm-hmm. Ken Griffey Jr. That's how he had the ball to throw it. No, but... Uh, who was catching? Who made the diving catch in that game? Who was also playing center field? Brian Anderson? Am I... Oh, Brian Anderson, who be- sweet... went on to become a pitcher. Had a sweet play in that game. Uh, all right, one more on John Jay and Yonder Alonso and how those guys, in addition to being friends with Manny Machado, there's a reason why Rick Hahn has signed them both. Again, these, these players are here because of what they bring specifically, both between the lines and, and in the clubhouse. We feel that they make us better in 2019 uh, and have the potential to have a lasting impact on what we're, we're trying to build for the long term. Uh, not going to get into the relationships they have uh, with, with other players throughout the game. Uh, it, it, it's certainly a positive, but I wouldn't say it's, a, it, it's by no means a reason to, to make a move in, in to acquire either player. Certainly a positive. And that, uh, Rick Khan's a very intelligent man. He is. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say that uh, I, I don't believe what he's saying, but I, I do believe that it, it doesn't hurt either one of them, that they ha- they are Machado-friendly. Certainly a positive. All right. Hey, uh, let's take a quick time out. We'll come back and talk about the speculation with Rick Khan, fan expectations we'll touch on, and uh, – a great question from At The Carm as well. Oh, boy, that's something. Hey, White Sox Newborn Club is the perfect gift for the newest member of your family. The package includes a Southpaw onesie and hat, a White Sox bib, and a customized White Sox birth certificate. That'll make Trump happy. Purchase yours today at WhiteSox.com slash newborn. And bring a group out for a game in 2019, and you receive specially priced tickets along with a great experience. White Sox have options for school outings, nonprofit organizations, and special occasions. Call 312-674-1000 for information. A little bit more Rick Hahn coming on back here. White Sox Weekly, 720 WGN. One of the greatest guitarists in the history of rock, Stevie Van Zandt, joins us for a full hour to talk Springsteen, 20 years of The Sopranos, and a new initiative to bring rock history into America's classrooms. It all starts after 2. Dave Plyer is overnight tonight on 720 WGN. Might be one of the better tunes we've ever played on White Sox Weekly. Thanks. I wrote it. 
we might be playing some. Uh, is it you singing this or the Abreu song? No, no, no. The Abreu song is the uh, is the great Alexi music. Yeah. All of my parody songs should be Alexi. No, they really shouldn't. You're the most amazing singer I've ever heard yeah. sing. Yeah. Uh, all right, a little bit more. Yes. Uh, what were you gonna say? I wasn't saying nothing. No, if you had something that was gonna be amazing, we should hear. Jay Blunk likes yeah. the Colin Delia song. <laughs> Jay Blunk, man. That's big time. Jay Blanc is the most supportive upper management person in all of Chicago. He certainly is amongst. Uh, how about the country? Yeah, let's go. Let's go worldwide. So in the uh, world, thank and, you. And Jay's always been phenomenal to me, to the station, to you. Mm-hmm. And I just I don't want to rain on your parade, but. The fact that he likes the Colin Delia song does not necessarily stamp it as a good right, song. Right, and I don't know if there's anybody... I, mean, I think it's a great song. Sure. I, I love your Delia song. Yes, and, and Bob Grimm is probably my favorite front office executive in the world. And, yes, Bob Grimm With is, the White Sox. Okay, and did Bob Grimm like any of your songs? Um, well, I, right, I'm exactly. sure he did. I'm sure he did. <laughs> but he didn't reach out to you to tell you that. How could he not? No, but, but Jay Blanc emailed me. Right, Oh. There you go. Great, great song, Colin Delia. Colin Delia. They're playing much better, by the way. They are. They've had a lot of tough tough losses, mm-hmm. t- tight games. All right, back to Rick Hahn. Uh, White Sox general manager speaking earlier this week, and so much going on in the Twitter world, in the Instagram world, in the Facebook world, online in general. Social media. Is the speculation and all of that, is it? Is it? Difficult to deal with, Rick. On the one hand, I try to keep my fan hat on, so to speak. I try to uh, harken back to the days when I would run home from school and call sports phone. Probably hear some, probably hear Georgie on it uh, with an update about what was going on in free agency. So I respect that. It's look in, in the age we live in, the, the age of Twitter. You know, sort of monitoring the horse race on free agency is, is part of it. From a from a club pr- perspective, quite frankly, it's it's frustrating. Uh, there's a lot of misinformation out there. There's been numerous players that we were supposedly in on uh, that we had not had conversations on. Uh, there's been reports of offers or non-offers or being in or being out that uh, you know under the rules we're not allowed to respond to. So you just have to let those things play out. I realize it's part of the business, um, but especially when you're talking about negotiations, uh, which are understandably and purposefully confidential and, and not something that we conduct through the media, uh, the amount of uh, rumors out there can, can get frustrating. We, we don't let it be a distraction. We stay focused on, on the matter at hand and, and just have to allow the, the speculation to unfold and, until these issues are resolved. Right. You can't respond to every single rumor that's out there. Uh, the fact that you referenced sports phone and you can imagine a young Rick Hahn coming home and calling up. Do you remember the number? Uh, 976-1313. Right, and then what was the other number? Sports phone extra? Oh, God, I don't have that one. 976-2525. Lou Canellis. Dave Schuster. George Offman. Keep going. Um, Fred Hubner. Fred Hubner. Ron Gleason. So as a gambler, <laughs> as, as a young gambler, I would call sports phone. Yeah. And they did, uh, they did updates every 10 minutes. Yeah. And late in the evening, there was oftentimes only like one game going on. It was the game that all the gamblers were betting to try to get even. And it felt like they were doing it just for me. 
So it's like I've I've got like you know so I've got like you know the seventy uh, sixers plus two and a half in Portland, and it's like one ten in the morning, and the update would be you know like hey the Bulls won tonight, and uh, this is like you know a while ago, and uh, and they give all the scores, and they go game still in action, Portland leads the Sixers one eleven one oh eight. Jim Paxson, three-pointer rimming back about 120. <laughs> so, for and just to, if you don't remember sports phone, they charged you like, what, a quarter a call? Yeah, or, and that's how you got your scores. And so there was no ESPN.com or anything. There was nothing. So you you didn't know, and the way to go about it was to call up sports phone, and they would give you the scores, and that's how a lot of these guys broke into radio. I remember being at the Bulls game. And we want to score on another NBA game. We would have to go down to the scorer's desk and ask them, say, hey, what's going on with the uh, Bullets and the um, uh, and the Celtics? Yeah. My first entry into the business was the sports ticker. You remember the sports ticker? Uh, is that uh, No, I don't remember the sports ticker. The sports ticker, uh, that w- you would sit up. I would sit up in the press box. Oh, you'd do like a... Ball one. Yeah. Strike. Ground ball to second. Out. You just, Bruce did that for years. I went up to Bruce Levine and I walked and said because I because somebody said they couldn't do it like the next day and mm-hmm. I was there on some media pass. I don't know how I got in, and I said, "Hey, uh, you need anybody for tomorrow? I'd love to help you out." And he just he didn't even look pick up his head. He's like, "What's your name?" <laughs> <laughs> he broke three stories while he was doing it. <laughs> Who are you? All right, give me your number. If we need you, I'll call you. And then I started doing some games. All right, uh, last Rickon comment, and then we'll move on. Um, let's do let's do my question, Dan. We got to get Carmen there on the old call, which uh, I asked I asked Rick on. I don't know if my question's included or I'm assuming it's not. Um, I asked him about just the whole timeline that it's still going on. Is that surprising? You can never predict these things. Uh, I, I think if you had asked me at the start of the off season if this would still be going on on January 10th, I probably would have guessed yes. Uh, but there certainly had been points over the course of of the start of the off between the start of the off season and now where I would have guessed that it actually would have potentially been resolved uh, in the not too distant future. So it it varies day by day in terms of your expectation about the pace of these things. And and until something's done, it's not done and you just stay on it and and respond and try to make sure you're covered in, in other areas while you can keep plugging away. So I, I didn't sound like he was surprised at all that we're still here. I'll bring a group out for a game in 2019. Receive specialized, specially priced uh, tickets along with a great experience. The White Sox have options for school outings, nonprofit organizations, special occasions. Call 312-674-1000 for information. 2019 premium seating is available for full or partial season packages. Each area is unique and allows you to enjoy high-end amenities and the best view in the ballpark. Call 312 674 1,000 for information. News coming up and then the beat. White Sox Weekly 720 WGN.